Welcome to Spend, Donate, Invest. I go by Gigi, that's short for Gennet Gimja, and I'm your host as we explore the topic of how we can align our values, our beliefs, our politics, and what we do with our money on a daily basis. Today, I want to talk about cash and getting it to the people that need it. Specifically, I'm going to be talking about the work that's being done by a nonprofit called Give Directly. I've been following them for at least five or six years, and I think they're doing some interesting things. And it's really pretty simple. The idea is that you or I can donate money to Give Directly, and then they pass that money over to the people that need it. I know that sounds really simple, but believe it or not, that's a paradigm shift for how most charities and nonprofits work. Usually, nonprofits give things, not money. So they might give a family food. They might build a well for a village. They might give an adult access to job training programs. So in that case, in the typical paradigm, you or I would give some money to the charity, and then the charity would give the item or the service to the person that needs it. So give directly is, well, like the name implies, giving directly. If someone needs money, they give it to them. (laughs) Because as give directly puts it, giving cash is life-changing, respectful, proven, direct, and scalable. And in September 2023, a paper was released by independent researchers who found that Give Directly's program in Kenya, where they are, say it with me, giving people cash, is working. I'm going to include a link to the research paper if you want to read that, but if you don't want to read an academic paper, I'll also include a link to a much simpler read from the NPR article where they summarize the findings. So here's what they did. They identified about 5,000 adults living in villages in Kenya and informed them that for the next 12 years, they would be receiving $50 a month as a direct cash transfer. No strings attached. You do whatever your family needs with the money. And each adult in the family gets the $50 a month. So they set that up with about 5,000 people. Now, the program is designed to last for 12 years, but this research paper that came out in September 2023 was just covering the first two years that has ended so far. In order to study the impact of those cash transfers, GiveDirectly also studied what happened with another 9,000 adults who got the same monthly $50, but only for two years. So those adults were not told that they would receive $50 a month for 12 years. They knew they were getting the monthly cash transfers for only two years. And GiveDirectly also studied another 9,000 adults who got that same two years worth of income but in a lump sum payment. And finally, there was a control group of 12,000 adults who received no money. That would be the control group. So those are the groups that are studied. Just to review that really quickly, people who got no money, people who got two years worth of monthly $50 cash, People who got two years worth of monthly $50 cash but knew that they were going to continue receiving it for the next 10 years. 
and people who received a lump sum payment at the beginning, which equaled two years worth of those monthly $50 cash transfers. So if you had to guess, what do you think the results were? Are you surprised that all people who received cash were better off than the people who did not receive any cash? When I say all people, I don't mean literally every single person. What I mean is whether they received cash for um, in a lump sum or parceled out month by month, whether they were part of the 12-year group or the two-year group, all of those groups that received cash did better than the group that did not receive any cash. So that's the first fundamental uh, realization of this research. So families were able to eat more protein. They were able to send their kids to school, et cetera. So cash donations were effective in general, but I want to share some of the takeaways about the different impact depending on whether you knew you were going to receive the cash monthly versus a lump sum, and whether you knew you were going to receive the cash for two years versus for 12. So here were the takeaways. First, giving cash as a lump sum leads to bigger impact than giving monthly cash donations. So when people were given the lump sums, they were able to invest in their revenue generating activities. They were able to start businesses or maybe grow their businesses. Their incomes went up by a lot. So if the first paradigm shift is that society can in fact trust people and just give them cash, this is also proving that giving them a lump sum versus monthly payments is more effective. The second takeaway was the people who knew they were going to receive 12 years of monthly cash were better off than the people who were getting two years of monthly cash. And the reason why is because in the villages where everyone knew they were getting these $50 monthly cash transfers for the next 12 years, they set up rotating savings clubs. So depending on your cultural background, you might already be familiar with these. They're common in the Eritrean community and the American diaspora. Maybe they're common in your community too. The way that it works is if there are 10 members of the rotating savings club, they would all pool their cash together every month and then every month, a different member gets to take the whole pot. It rotates until everyone has had their turn. So what the researchers found was that people were essentially creating their own lump sum payments, even if they weren't in that study group. The next takeaway was that making the benefit universal, in other words, giving every adult in the village $50 a month, had great impact because it was essentially injecting a boost into the entire, entire economy. More people started businesses, yes, but also there were more people that could afford to buy the things that they needed from those new businesses. And then the last takeaway was that they did not see an increase in inflation. So the study is going to continue all the way through the 12 years to find out if the positive impact lasts all the way through the 12 years or even goes beyond. I'm definitely going to continue to track what this organization is doing. But on a fundamental level, all of my studies and my professional experience have led me to understanding that lifting a community out of poverty is the most complex challenge in the world. 
It's harder than inventing a new technology. It's harder than scientific breakthroughs. And I don't want to suggest that we can or should apply the same research methodologies that we use in laboratories to social problems. I don't think it's always the most accurate way to know whether our, you know, social impact efforts are working. I have reservations about the impact on the people we're studying, the recipients of aid. And I do have a hard time with our collective cognitive dissonance. That's what I'll call it, like as a society, our collective cognitive dissonance that seems to exist when we need this type of research team and this methodology, including 30,000 Kenyans and the data to prove that we can trust people not to drink and smoke their aid away, when we require basically no proof, no research, no data to donate in the ways that we already have been doing, donating to museums, donating to libraries, donating to our alma maters. I just don't hear the same type of conversation and skepticism and this, I don't know, this thirst for data that the money actually has any effect. I get a lot of requests, (laughs) a lot of emails, a lot of phone calls from the universities I attended asking for my donations. And let me tell you what they have never suggested that they could provide me is a research study of 30,000 recipients to show me that, you know, my donation to my universities is the absolute most efficient, cutting edge, least waste, most effective, time-tested, proven way to donate my money. The amount of proof that we as a society seem to need before we can get comfortable just helping poor people is something that I wonder a lot about. And maybe you do too. Way back on episode 17, the topic was whether or not we should give money to that guy on the street with the cardboard sign. That episode was one of the most popular episodes of the year. So maybe it struck a nerve. Get in touch. Let me know where your head is at. So let's recap and then I'll end with a quote. So to recap, a huge study of 30,000 adults has been published, and it is based on the work that Give Directly is doing, and it has proven that giving people cash helps people more than not giving them cash. In other words, they don't gamble their money away. They buy food for their families. They send their kids to school. Uh, Second takeaway, giving people a lump sum is better than giving them cash a little bit at a time, month by month. And finally, when people know the money is guaranteed for 12 years, they immediately experience bigger impacts compared to if they know the cash is only going to come for two years. So let's end with a quote today. This one is from Arthur Ashe, and it's very short. Start where you are. Use what you have. Do what you can. If you can think of one other person who might enjoy this episode, please take a moment and send it to them. If you don't know what podcast player they use, you can just send them a link from the show's website. It is spenddonateinvest.world. Again, that's spenddonateinvest.world. If there's another topic that you'd like to hear about, 
or you want to sign up for the monthly-ish newsletter, you can email spenddonateinvest at gmail.com. It has been a pleasure researching and recording this episode for you today. Let's talk again soon.